You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. All right. Are you doing the intro today? (laughs) You just did it. I didn't do it. (laughs) Would you like me to do it? Go for it. All right. Good day, everyone, and welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood, and his sidekick, Ingie. That's me. You had to start with all right, didn't you? Yeah, it's kind of a thing we do. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Hey, we we got a fun week coming up. We always have a fun week coming up. What's extra special about this week? Well, prior to recording here, we do have a concert we're going to. Oh, yeah. That had a little bit of a (laughs) mix up. Mm. Yep. (laughs) I'm about to start a, a new course and my, I don't know, idiot brain couldn't read the email properly. And mm-hmm. I thought it was starting this week and it's not, it's not starting till the last week of the month. And I thought, Oh, I'm going to miss the concert now. Anyway. Good thing I was unsuccessful in giving away your seat last night. <laughs> I just would have kept my crappy seats. Oh yeah. Just, you, you guys, <laughs> including my wife would have been up in the, in the balcony or the bleacher section there. Like, Best box seats in the house. Best box and then seats in the house. I would have been down on the floor by myself. Like, yeah. Maybe that would have been better. I don't we, know. We got those box seats for you, you crazy kid. Oh, well. All right. Today's topic is a good one. Uh, it is called The Grind. And it's not, it might not be what you think it is. Um, maybe it is. We'll see. Hmm. I, I had this chat recently with one of my clients. And it was a, a preemptive chat. And it was about, we were kind of looking into the future because I could tell right from the get-go that her motivation for coming to the gym and and getting this personal training was very, very high, super high. And I know, and everybody knows that that motivation can't stay up there forever. It won't. It's going to drop at some point. And it comes and goes. Motivation isn't either off or on. It's, there's definitely some in-between space uh, for motivation as well. So I wanted to try to, I guess, preemptively show her, display to her. And I wrote it down. I, I drew a little diagram too about how this whole process works. And there's a moment in time in when motivation starts to kind of trickle down a bit where it's called the grind and it's the most challenging time to get through something that you want to do or something that you even think that you want to do, such as a fitness routine, your nutritional habits, um, a new job. Like it could literally be anything, uh, even traveling. Like you get to the airport on day one and everything's like great. And then, crap starts happening. Motivation starts to wane a bit. Mm -hmm. You're like, why are we even doing this? Right. Right? Everything that we do has that moment where it's the grind. Have you been working with any clients yourself that, that maybe have experienced that? And and what was it like for them? Uh, 
certainly. But but actually, I kind of have a question for you. When do you think that that moment happens? That that dip in motive. What causes that dip in motivation? Is it is it sort of the novelties worn off, or or early successes are sort of you know um, n- not being seen as much, and then it's like, oh yeah, it's just it's just me and this new habit now. Yeah. So great question. And you brought up pretty much some of the answers oh, okay. and no- novelty is a big thing. Okay. Um, I remember reading a book years ago, like 20 plus years ago, uh, the book was titled satisfaction and researchers actually found out what the number one factor was for satisfaction in anything, your relationship, your diet, your nutrition, like you name it. And the number one thing was novelty. Oh, no. Wow. And, and that's why you hear couples talking about, oh, we got to keep the flame going or, mm-hmm. you know, spice it up. And they, they try different things or new things. That's why. Because the novelty isn't there. And so they have to create this novelty. And that's... Good. We need to. We, we need to do that, right? And so that's that's the big part of it is the novelty of starting a new fitness routine you know, it's exciting when you start, you know, all these new things are happening and it's exciting. And then it isn't at some point that kind of starts to fizzle out right. and something else has to take its place for that moment. Right. And so we'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but okay. um, that's a big part of why, why I think motivation drops off. Mm-hmm. Now you asked, when does that happen? Highly, highly individualistic and situationally dependent upon whatever they're going through right so you know you can have a lot of people that start i'll give you two two examples here of kind of both extremes we have people that start at the gym that they they purchase their fundamentals program and they're onboarding motivation's high and we've had a few like a handful of people that don't actually make it through those initial sessions right right they pay all this money it's super great and exciting at the start and then once they start getting through it, they, they just don't finish it. And that's rare. It's not like 50%. It We're is. talking about no, like it's really rare. 2% of the people that, that do it. Um, but it's still there. The other end of it is people that do join. They're excited. They get all these PRs or personal records at the gym. They're leveling up all the things every single time they come through. Like we just had Rick this morning and um, uh, Maddie, she leveled mm-hmm. up like five or six levels for front squash, you ever like yellow two to orange three? That's exciting, yeah. right? <clears throat> and so every time they do that, it's like a little dopamine hit. And then that motivates them to keep coming. They want to keep seeing those improvements and it's, it's, it's thrilling. For somebody like myself that's been at this for 16 years, those PRs are few and far between. They're very, very rare. And so I can't rely on those to keep me motivated to keep coming. That's not why I'm doing this. Now, where did that drop off? I don't know. I can't tell you the day or the even the month that happened. Well, I couldn't even tell you the year it happened. But there was at some point where I wasn't getting PRs every single time I was coming into the gym. And so motivation started to disappear. Yes. What keeps me coming back? That's that's the, the big question. Right. So Back to your question. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen this with some of the clients that you've worked with where you've seen their 
motivation kind of drop off. Yes. Like you're our CSM here, so you sure. you talk to people often. Yes. What are some of the reasons, I guess, that people? Uh, I'm gonna backtrack here. Okay. What are some of the excuses? Mm. Because reasons and excuses are two different things. What are some of the excuses that people give for them not continuing to con- to continue or to keep okay. going with their fitness habits? Sure. Uh, I find that people tend to start waning after a certain period of time. Generally, you know, the longer the, you know, as long as the excitement is lasting, they don't tend to wane. Uh, lots of new people come in, like you said, they're PRing all the time. There's something new to celebrate. You know, they're kind of one-upping themselves every time they come into the gym, surprising themselves. And then something happens. So uh, some of those excuses might include uh, lack of time, uh, sometimes an injury. Uh, speaking for myself, you know, I have a shoulder injury and I have been finding it definitely not as motivating every day to come in and, and put in the work because I don't see all of the results. It's like you go to the gym, you don't see anything. You know, my shoulders doesn't get better magically today, tomorrow. Um, so it feels extra grindy when you're not always, you know, succeeding. Uh, lots of things. Life gets in the way and people allow life to get in the way when novelty has worn off. For sure. It seems like the weight of the excuses becomes heavier than the weight of the reason that they came in the first place. It's like a a tipping of the scales almost. Right. Right? So we kind of need to go back to that why we were talking about in the last podcast sometimes. Absolutely. Maybe that's one of your suggestions. Well, we'll see. (laughs) I'm coming in cold here today, folks. I didn't even know this is what we were chatting about. I have zero things written on my page. We... We know through stats here that it's about the three-month mark where that novelty kind of wears off. You know, so we we do what we can on the back end here to make sure that people get over that three-month hump. Mm-hmm. And this this is the basis for this podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to verbally describe. And if you're if you're on any of my social media, I'll, I'll try to share this as well, like as a graphic. But I'll try to describe the graphic. So there's a, an XY axis, the bottom, the X axis is time, right? So day one, when you start, your motivation is very high, but your discipline, that's the other ingredient to this equation, is very low. You haven't developed the discipline yet because it's only day one. So you're relying almost 100% on motivation. Now over time, your motivation will come down but your discipline will hopefully go up. And there's a point in time where those two lines will cross over. It's just an X. So think of a graph and it's just an X with two lines in it. Where they cross over, circle that, and that is the point in time where the grind happens. And that's where you have to rely less on your motivation to continue doing the things that you wanna do and rely more on the discipline of why you're doing it. Why did you start this in the first place? That's the graph. That's the the visual of how this happens and and kind of why it happens. Why do we feel like it's harder to do these things yet? It's because your motivation's dropped and your discipline hasn't caught up with it yet. It it has to keep, keep going through. And so like going back to the start, 
when I was talking about this with a client preemptively, I said, this is what's going to happen. It happens to all of us. Some people ride the motivation line down until the moment that they stop and they just quit. And that can be any, it doesn't have to be just the gym. Like it can be your new nutrition habits or, or what have you. Other people, they ride the motivation down, but at the moment of the grind, they start to ride the other line back up and they let the discipline carry them through. And so that's, that's the process. Would you agree with everything that I just said? <laughs> You're kind of staring at me with a blank face. No, I was, no, I'm agreeing with you. And I was actually going to say, I think you did a pretty good job of describing that little infographic that you have there in front of you. Cool. I, so uh, I can see it. I think that looking at it myself, I can see that that low sort of middle of the X point where motivation is waning, but the habits and the discipline just kind of haven't taken over yet is really can be a really difficult place for people to be. It even looks like a difficult place to be there on your graph. Um, and I can tell you it is too, because I've been there. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. And that it's not just one point. I want to make sure that Oh, yes. Because motivation, it doesn't just, motivation doesn't start at 100% and go to zero and stay at zero forever. You're going to have moments in your life where motivation is high, low, medium, like it's going all over the place. Mm -hmm. But you want to make sure that throughout all of those highs, lows, and mediums, that your discipline is continuing on. We yeah. want to keep that high. So it's not just discipline stays high forever. We want it to kind of fluctuate mm. through the high times. But the motivation, that's where it's going to wane. It's going to go down. It's going to come up. And I'm not, when it comes up, when motivation is high, ride that shit out. Yeah. Right? Use it. It's often what gets us started on a lot of the journeys that we do, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's when we sign up. You and I have done, I don't know, countless of these, those charity challenges. <laughs> motivation is high at the start. <laughs> and I know you can... <laughs> Probably yep. tell a story about a couple of these, <laughs> specifically the initial squat one that we did that had oh, 20,000 squats mm -hmm. in two months. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that go for you? Just talk about that because you <laughs> learned from it. We've talked about this so much. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I did. I, wanna, I got behind. Folks, what happened was I got behind. We had so many days to do so many things. And I got behind and I had a week left out of the eight weeks and probably, God, what percentage of, it was a big percentage that I, I, I almost just said, it's like you 25%. know what? percent. You it had was, like 5,000 squats left. Okay, it was like 5,000 squats. I had to do them in a week and I had to make a choice, you know, do I just ditch it? Motivation's down. I'm just not going to continue with this. It seems like a daunting task. I can't climb this hill. Uh, or uh, to really dig in and be disciplined and say, you know what? I signed up for this. I'm doing this. I'm not a quitter. And um, luckily, I was able to pull it off. Okay. So <laughs> and I say luckily because, you know, my legs could have given out. Um, but I'm going to counter what you just said. Okay. I don't think it was discipline that got you to finish it. I think it was the motivation <laughs> Your motivation came back up because you knew it was the end and you okay. knew you had to finish it. All right. Now, the reason that you finished the last challenge 
is because you stayed disciplined from start to finish. Yes. You had daily objectives mm-hmm. and you hit them all. Yep. Not because motivation was high, but because your discipline stayed high all the way through. Okay. I would argue that my motivation to not get in the situation I was in before <laughs> stayed high as well. Yeah, I, I, I definitely <laughs> learned a lesson. <laughs> I definitely learned a procrastination lesson with that. There you go. So going back, hmm. motivation, What what is this? What it, What's your... It's the fire. What's your definition of motivation? Ooh, it's the thing that is driving, you know, keeping your engine running when you get up in the morning and go for things. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the fire that you have lit under yourself. And sometimes it's a raging fire and sometimes you need to like coddle it a little bit. It's a little and, candle. And, and yeah, you have to blow on it, and, <laughs> you know, have, have a tiny little stack of, of leaves and twigs that you're, you're carefully guarding. So I see motivation in this context as a noun and you can't change that. You don't have control over nouns. Okay. It's something that you have to wait for it to happen. Fair. Would you agree? Maybe. I would say waiting. I would say do something first. We've always talked about okay, how yeah, motivation yeah. I'm not comes saying, from I'm not doing. saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's gotta be something that's naturally occurring. Being disciplined though, disciplined is a verb. That is the doing. This is the action and you do have control over that action. And so that's why I think there's a big difference between the two. Like, like we said, for all of these things, joining the gym, motivation will drop. It's going to go down. It's not something that we have total control over. We can't control that drop from happening because A, novelty is going to drop off and B, that's just the way it works. Right. You can't stay 100% motivated 100% of the time. It ain't going to happen. It's impossible. But you do have control over the amount of discipline that you put into literally anything that you do. So that's the biggest factor is that level of control. And when you recognize that, when you realize that you don't have control over motivation, but that you do have control over your discipline, then you can have direct control over the outcome. Wow. Okay. But it's only through the discipline where that is allowed to happen. So I'm going to give it just an easy example here and and something that I think most people can relate to, and that's preparing for an exam. Okay. We've all written an exam at some point. So... Let's, let's think that you're in university, you know what you want to do with your life. You're motivated to be a insert profession here, right? right? You're motivated to be a teacher, a lawyer, a doctor, that doesn't matter, an architect, whatever you want to be, you're motivated to be that thing. Committing to a schedule for studying, let's say five days a week for one hour each night on this topic preparing for that exam, that's the discipline. And so one is not more important than the other. Both are important and you definitely need both, but it is only the discipline, the schedule of studying and actually studying that is going to help you achieve your goal. 
Now, the motivation thing is still there. Like that's kind of running in the background. Mm -hmm. But it's the action and the discipline of doing that's going to get you the outcome that you want. Wow, I like it. I like it. There you go. Um, Maybe I could follow up by saying, you know, something like studying in advance for your exam one hour a day for five days a week, et cetera, just so you're prepared. The motivation to do the day-to-day work sometimes can wane. Um, But if you focus on what that overall goal is, if it's not changing, um, then that can be the motivation. We talked about this, I think, recently about uh, consistency versus intensity, Mm. right? And so this kind of steps into there as well. The intensity would be, I have an exam on Friday, so on Thursday I'm going to cram it. I'm going to just read everything for like eight hours straight and pound back some caffeine and, you know, (laughs) stay up all night and then write the exam. That's the intensity. Will you be successful? Maybe. Yeah. If you study every day for 30 minutes for 30 days, the consistency in that is going to lead to more chances of success than trying to do it all at once. And so that goes back to the discipline, right? Can you stay disciplined? And that goes back to your squat story, (laughs) right? Right? Can you stay? How much more, I don't want to say relaxed, but there was definitely less anxiety when it came to just doing your planks that you were doing every single day Mm. versus trying to cram 5,000 squats in a week. Oh, yeah. It's night and day. Night and day. Right? Yeah. You could function as a normal human being (laughs) when you just did a little bit every day versus not being able to walk properly or sit on a toilet after cramming them all in at the end. Right. Right? Yeah. It's definitely a different feeling of, I want to say, stress or, yeah. It's just consistency over intensity. Absolutely. It'll, it'll win nine out of ten times. Yeah. The thing is, though, is that sometimes when we cram it all in and we we try that intense option and we're successful, then we don't learn our lesson. I've right. done that with cramming for exams. I was yeah. going to say earlier, are you successful? I was going to say, well, right. I've done that and not learned my lesson before. Um, but learning your lesson is. A much better option <laughs> yeah it you got to think back it's not just the outcome it was what were the feelings associated with that leading up to it oh i felt this high stress high anxiety it wasn't you know and it, did it i ever feel good for 60 days doing the next challenge that we did when i really made the decision to to just be consistent with it you know and every day some people were doing extra and getting ahead and some people were getting you know, doing not enough for, you know, getting behind. And I just sailed right on through it. Mm. I just did what I had to do every day. Like and it was tor- easy. Tortoise in the hair. Right? Or Peppy Le Pew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's bouncing along, doing his thing. You're not, allowed to, talk, to you're not allowed to talk that about Peppy Le Pew anymore. Apparently it's uh, offensive and stuff. So. Oh, to what? French people? Nah. Skunks? S- sexual people stuff. People who like flowers? No, it's... Oh. Anyway. Oh. Okay. I'll Google that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, one time where the intensity will not work um, any percent of the time is with your nutrition. Ah. Can you Completely tell me a little bit more out. about that? Well, you know, if you're, if you think that for any amount of time, if, if you can eat really, really good, 
for one day and then screw off for the six or seven other days after that, you are not going to get the results that you're hoping for. Yeah. Intensity will not work for your nutrition. Period. We talk about it for working out sometimes too. I mean, what's better to work out for three hours once a week or 30 minutes a day, four or five times a week or something like right. that, right? Spread it out. Spread the love, people. I found this quote here um, from Jim Rohn, and it's, Discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishment. I like that. Yeah, it, I was thumbing through thousands of motivational quotes when you were doing whatever it was you are doing. You came up with that one. I came up with nothing. <laughs> well... I, I, like just, I just know where to look. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. But it, isn't that neat? The goals, yes. when we set goals, that is really the starting point or point A. Mm-hmm. And the accomplishment or our outcomes is point B. How do you get from point A to point B? You have to bridge that gap through discipline. That is the only way to do it. Yeah. Motiva- motivation might be able to fling you some of the way over that gap but you're not going to get to the other end of it. Okay. I just I just pictured like I, a I know, wily coyote. He's motivated, right? He's motivated to get the road runner and he's winding up this big elastic band <laughs> and then snapping himself over this canyon and not making it. Because <laughs> and the he looks motivation at the camera halfway across and drops. Motivation will not get him across that gap. Anyway. Oh, I like it. That's just a fun little analogy. <laughs> All right. Do you have any tips for people on how to stay disciplined? Uh, yes. Write things down. I love it. That's probably the best. <laughs> okay. We could probably just end it right there. There you go. <laughs> Folks, we've, we have the solution Solved here. Solved your life problems. Write, Write it down. down. I love it. That would be number, my number one. And wh- why, why does that work? Uh, for me, just uh, the visual, just seeing it there as something that is going to be done um like we talked about recently how people are more accountable when they have something to be accountable to so this makes me a little more accountable to myself even if it's just being accountable to that notebook that i check my things off on every day and the other thing is it makes it real yeah right we think our thoughts are real but they're not they're just chemical transactions happening in your head write it down then it becomes real you're more likely to stick with it when it's a real thing when you have have actually written it down that reminds me of when we were doing vivid vision work and i'm sure you can go on and on about this but the idea was to not just put things down on paper and stick it away somewhere share it share it with as many people as you can that was tip number two Uh (laughs) aha i knew it Tell somebody. Tell somebody, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't have to be the world. You don't have to share it uh, publicly, but definitely tell somebody. Um, it can be privately, friends, family, a coach, what, whatever it is. But if somebody else knows, then you're more likely to become successful or accomplish that. It's, it's going to keep you, it's going to keep the discipline higher because now you're, when you've told somebody else, there's almost like a level of pressure. Yeah. And yeah. Pressure is good. Mm-hmm. You, you need to have pressure in order for there to be any type of change. There's no pressure. There's no change. It's not how diamonds are made. <laughs> they need pressure. I like that. Cool. You got a third one? 
Tell someone. I'm just writing these down for later. Oh. Because nothing's real. Oh. <laughs> Love it. The other thing I would say, and it kind of goes along with writing it down, um, but some type of tracking. Yeah. I was um, going to say planning or scheduling. Or, yeah. Yeah. So we'll, I'll, I'll write that. Say schedule slash tracking. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to the, it's making it real. And it's what you said. It's visual. So it's not just writing down what it is that you're going to do, but how you're going to do it. So what is, what is my goal for fitness this week? I've talked about this before, but I like to have minimums. So minimum, I get in three CrossFit classes per week. That's like a non, it's a non-negotiable. It, it has to happen. And I'm recently back on the um, meditation train. 26 consecutive days, right? So by me tracking that, it's, again, keeping, it makes it easier to become a discipline when I see it written out, when I see that number of how many days I've done it. Same with my uh, French lessons. I think I'm up to 860 days without missing a day of lessons. What happens if you miss, I know you like streaks, right? Uh, Resets to zero. Anyway, don't, I don't miss a day. I do them every single day. Wee I was wee. upset I forgot to finish the Wordle yesterday. <laughs> it broke your streak. It broke my streak. It's all right. But you're disciplined to continue on. Yeah, I still haven't done mine today. Anyway. Good luck. All right. Those are our three tips. Write it down. Tell someone. And create some type of schedule or tracking system that you will actually see that will keep that discipline high. I like that. All right. This has been a great episode. Yeah. Not bad for coming in kind of cold. <laughs> for you. For me. <laughs> this is just something that I've been thinking about. So right. now that it's actually, it, may, it might not be written down, but it's recorded. Like it's on my laptop now. So it's real. It's something that we can refer to and rely on. And hopefully people take some of this. I know it's going to be a, I can see it. It will explain the reasons that some people fell off the things that they fell off from and they'll be able to identify when and why that happened and hopefully prevent it from happening again. I guess that's the, the point of this podcast. Yeah, that awareness piece goes a long way. Big time. All right, guys, keep being resilient out there and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe and I'll see you next time.